Hi and welcome back to the Tennis Betting Podcast. Uh, let's just start off quickly by saying we do get quite a few new listeners all the time. So just a brief introduction to what's going on here. We are looking at the value in the betting markets. Uh, not per se just chasing someone we necessarily think will win the specific match. But someone who is wrongly priced uh, in the markets and we play the value. Uh, having said that, uh, we do want to have a steady profit while doing it, but uh, we also make some adjustments to make sure that is actually the case. We do not chase, uh, we become a lot stricter in what we chase in terms of, of long odds or underdogs, uh, because even though they are the right place and good value, they do increase our volatility. And uh, the time it would take to actually realize so such gains so that's why we have a few restrictions in place we might get to a point but the pod would be too long if we'd chase all the value and all the underdogs and everything or just to sort of a separate section for them for people who don't mind the higher volatility over time uh, that could be something uh, don't know if i have the time or if anyone wants to listen to any longer pods so let's just stick to this for now we'll do a quick recap of today in total we ended two and a half unit down a couple of very disappointing results i think today's worst ones are casper rude because he cost us two units that was uh very annoying he was just into two unit value as well so that was unlucky uh, lost seven six seven six so it was tight but he shouldn't be losing to, to peniston anyway uh, we talked about the risks about these mediocre Brits, you know, grinding grass for weeks while everyone else play, plays clay because uh, the ranking is not good enough anyway. So they just grind it out for this one moment in time. And it paid off for him today for sure. Um, Rude was not prepared and uh, not spent enough time on the grass. So that's annoying to units basically. Uh, what keeps us in minus. The other real annoying was Parias Diaz, who's lost from a setup, who looked very steady in that first set. Uh, that's sloppy, I think, and that's uh, a five unit swing on her. So uh, that could have gone, oh, four and a half unit swing, I should say. So th those are the ones to stand out the most. Another one is obviously Fuxovic, not that it was a, a huge one. Uh, but to retire when you, I think it was 633 love down, you might as well just last it out unless you've had a very serious injury. But he's been retiring with all sorts of small niggles recently, so I doubt that. Um, trying to get a reputation for doing that, which is pretty ugly. S for stats purposes, I have removed him because now, to be consistent, anything, any retirements, I just void. I think a lot of you guys play on books, uh, void all retirements. Um, I get probably a majority of the bets in on Betfair, which do not. They actually pay out if the first set is completed. So that did pay as a winner today. Um, but I will not book it as a winner since uh, I've gone with the thought now to just, just void all uh, retirements. So, But that's, that's a bit of bad form. And that's, uh, that's you know, a voided unit, which we would have had a, a unit profit otherwise on. Okay, so let's move on to tomorrow. Uh, definitely not as much value as we've been seeing in the last couple of days. 
So we'll just go with Halle first, where we have City Pass at 2.34, 60% confidence there, there's two units. Uh, it's just about at a confidence level where we would go two units on someone. He's up against Nick Kyrgios, very tricky to know. Obviously Nick on his day, on grass, probably a real good, you know, he, he's, he could beat anyone. He's a real good player, but it also doesn't tie, take much to sour his mood, so, and, and then uh, his game really drops off the cliff. So who knows who's going to show up when it comes to City Pass. You know, you're going to get a steady level at least. Um, he still has issues on grass. I mean, he, he just, his swing is too big. And, and you can't have a big swing like that on the return. He doesn't seem to want to scale it down too much. Uh, he struggles. He doesn't have a chip return. He doesn't understand how to block return it on the backhand. It feels like it's such fundamental issues that he can just sort out fairly easily and become a force on grass. But um, anyway, 2.34 at 2.34, he is still really good value. Uh, and uh, we just have to take that at 2 and, and hope that Kyrgios may have an off day. I think if he plays his best, he he probably wins this. But you know, but it's a guarantee that he's going to show up and do that. Really. Also, actually, let me add because I was looking and thinking about some of the stats earlier from the pod, and I see that you know we have about close to half of our listeners in North America, which is great. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, as a courtesy uh, and it also came out of a tweet I got today from one of our listeners about uh, a price and he obviously wrote the price in the American Money Line uh, format which uh, I haven't really actively worked in the Money Line format since I was in a book that I used that about 20 years ago uh, so that's been a while but I thought I'll just uh, reformat it and make sure I'll present the odds uh, in both formats to make it a little bit easier for for everyone, especially since we have such a big chunk of listeners uh, using that format uh, when they bet. So, Stefan uh, so today, 2.34 or uh, plus 134. So there we go. Um, let's go on... Uh, that's it actually for the men's. Uh, we're gonna go into uh, Berlin for the women. And we have Karolina Pliskova. 1.83, uh, 76% confidence, three unit bet, heavy bet here. She's up against Andreescu. And it's funny because it's the second match day in a row basically that we have the, well, we had it yesterday so. Not exactly second, but close enough. A uh, second match in a row, though, that we have three units against um, Andreescu. And we had Sinyakova, and she obviously went close. She was up a break there in the third. She was close to winning. So Andreescu is certainly vulnerable. She's never proven anything on grass. She doesn't have a lot of grass experience, even. Uh, and uh, I think Pliskova, she's one of those who loves to disappoint me. She's lost so many matches. She should have won this year. Uh, she's been valued a couple of times and, and under-delivered, but if there's one surface where her mag her sort of game actually works well, it's gross, isn't it? Like that big serve, big ground strokes, uh, they really come into its own, you know, keep the points short, play well. Andreescu is going to do everything to just mess it up, 
uh, loop with high balls and all that but it's tougher to to do a game plan like that on the fast grass um, if the Piscoa serve works uh, she's certainly a handful and if Andreescu is gonna play up and down and a bit um, a bit sloppy like she did at times against Sinyakova she will be punished here um, by Pliskova uh, I mean Pliskova's last match was uh, <coughs> you know go from losing a tiebreak 7-6 to Kanepi to then double bageling her that's pretty con a big contrast there but yeah three units um, let's hope she delivers you know Pliskova if, if ever you're going to deliver I would think it would be on grass so let's hope for that uh, then we move to Birmingham where we have oh already forgetting 1.83 uh, minus 120 in the American format of course uh, then we have Donna Vekic at 2.04 against McNally 2.04 is 104 American um, we got 62% confidence there she's a 2 unit bet this is in Birmingham so we move tournaments there and that is also the last of our main draw or main card uh, matches uh, there's only three that provided good value it's been quite slim pickings uh, and I'm looking at what could move into value there's really nothing that could move into value um, because most of the value are sitting on underdogs so we're not gonna have that bag that big of swings the only close ones would have been we had Rusevori um, against Jack Draper but you know he doesn't have the confidence level to play his two two units of value there. Uh, we had a three unit big value in uh, in Halle, which is Goffin against Medvedev. But also confidence level there is at forty five percent on Goffin, so a bit too low for us to go out and put an official three unit on him. However, it's um, it's an interesting pick, I suppose. You know, Medvedev did go to the final last week, but didn't play the toughest of opponents and ended up losing the final to Van Rietoven, uh and frankly being outplayed in the final by Rietoven. So, you know, Goffin moves well uh, on the grass uh, and could potentially cause him some trouble there. But yeah, the confidence not there to chase it. This is one of those we discussed earlier where if we wanted to increase the volatility on our overall play, then that would be the sort of match we would obviously then go for. Alright, that's enough for me. Uh, three matches tomorrow. Uh, not that much, but still a full seven units in play. So there's still quite a big uh, potential for swings here. Hopefully we'll have a good positive swing. Uh, good luck with the bats. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.